Finger licking, marinated with herbs and spice. Roasted chicken sure is nice. just thinking that we need a new theme song instead of uh, What's That Cooking by Deke Deekerson. What do you mean? It's such a good song. I think we should get one of her friends to record a cover of the Bangles, Manic Monday, and have it be oh. just another Memphis oh Monday. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. Uh, I wish I bought my gun day. Uh, who do we know that would do that? I think uh, Jamie Allensworth. I think Allensworth would be the appropriate. Either person. that or get like some... Get like, like a speed metal band, like a like a death metal, dude, let's like get, a Dutch black metal band. Let's get we'll get Kristoff from the South Park movie to do it. That'd be <laughs> I won't say it. I won't say don't it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it on, don't say it on mic. Don't nope. say it on mic. Nope. Well, welcome to this uh, Memphis Monday. We were at uh, Memphis Cafe here in Costa Mesa, just relaxing. Uh, I am fresh back for the Eastern Sierras, and Cody's back from another trip around the world. The beautiful Riviera Maya. Nice. How was that, Cody? Son, wow, it was epic. I just I, I can't say enough about Mexico. How much I I love Mexico, and uh, I've always wanted to be there. Always wanted to see that beautiful water, and I did. And I can't wait to go back. Lifelong nice. chef friends made from that trip. Nice, wow. good, yeah. And you know, you have a coastal background. It certainly you know kind of kind of fits into your your worldview as it were and you know I think we we were going to get started on talking about sort of the, the developments in the coastal Orange County restaurant scene and, and kind of moving to talking about one of mine your favorite restaurants which is Sid's and Old Newport and ne- yeah I know don't get me started I know right and then uh, next week we'll be uh, we'll be hosting Shima she's going to kind of get into some more of the backstory with I the Sid's legacy I think we should legacy, pretty much so. handcuff her to a table and she'll, she agrees that Sid's is going to reopen oh it's a good question I man. don't care yeah. I'll, I'll you know what what's What's that look like on uh, the, the scale of going to jail? Yeah, exactly. Is that, is that a misdemeanor? I, I I'm don't willing know. to get yeah. a misdemeanor yeah. on my record. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if she's willing to say anything about anything. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, Cody. I mean, uh, you you know you kind of you didn't quite grow up in Huntington, but you but you and I have a similar timeline with Huntington because I moved we're, there when I was both, 22. Yeah, we're both Inland Empire kids that. Uh, Fell in love with the beach at an early age and just decided early on that it was that's where we we're going to end. Yeah, up. for sure. And I, and I was at the OP Pro Riots literally when it started. I was in front of the Is that stage. 84? 84, yeah. God probably. damn. Yeah, yeah. So, we're old. Yeah, yeah. But you're, you know, you're old. I'm, I'm, oh, you're I'm right behind me, Cody. You're not. <laughs> yeah, we both look young, but you're right behind me, dude. Um, but yeah, that, you know, we, we, we share a coastal aesthetic. And, um, you know, certainly if you walk downtown Huntington, not only has it changed. I was just there last night, and Dude, it's not I even swear, recognizable, every it's time crazy. I go down there, I'm just like, damn, it it changed again. Like, yeah, the oh, is Eldon Liquor even still there? Is it the last holdout? I I think Eldon is actually still there. I think it's in between like a session sandwiches, you know, that old pizza joint's yeah. gone now. Uh, Papa Joe's, I think that's gone. Um, you know, I'm just not even holding on to anything in my in my mind anymore because. I know every week everything shuts down and reopens as something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, which is amazing because I'll, I'll just say it out loud here on the podcast. Huntington Beach, especially downtown Huntington, food sucks down uh, there. Has it ever been worst, good, though? Dude. I mean, there's always been, like... Well, Sugar Shack's good. Like, yeah. You know, like, I, TK. I, TK. But TK's or, down, downtown. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know. I always liked the Longboard. The Longboard at one point was good. I haven't been there in a long time. You know, I used to work next door to Longboard, and it always smells, smells like a... You know the the floors of a of a bar, 
I just I, I can't bring myself to to eat there because yeah. it smells that bad. Of course, I'm that snob guy that doesn't want it. But I just I'm I'm not the guy that needs to eat bar food. However, Aloha Grill every once in a while, pretty spot on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I did going... get food. I did get food poisoning there one time, but uh, that says a lot that I keep going back. Yeah, things things can happen. Exactly. <laughs> you go back for going back for a beating again. I should be eating yeah. like a barbecued chicken sandwich at Aloha Grill. I, I, that's my bad. Wow, well, just shame fine. on me. It's fine, dude. Just Z-pack yourself before you go in. That was before <laughs> Z-pack. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about uh, hanging out with uh, uh, your wife Van Voos, and she's working here today, and you know, going to Dos Toros. Yes. And after uh, surfing, just getting wasted right God, in the middle of the times. day. Yeah, they were great times. No kid. Oh, yeah, it's just stony baloney in the morning, and then no drunk plans. by morning. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. But yeah, I mean. I, I think I wrote in one of my articles, uh, you know, ask me how a, how a bunch of Mexican guys in the kitchen can screw up and order taquitos, and you know, you have to go over to freaking Dos Toros to to find that one out. That was like literally one of the worst Mexican <laughs> the worst taquitos yeah. I've ever had. In my no, life. I think we're, it was like, you know what? It's sassini, you know, like dried dried beef, like in a carnicería that they used to make traditional machaca, not the right. like, like It was like Cecina met dog food, like inside those things. And it was it was actually even more insulting than the rolled up taquitos you got in high school that basically had the circular piece of like yeah. beef bologna yeah. rip off. I think you know fucking I mean? astronauts have better access to taquitos up in space. No, it was horrible. And, yeah. and like if you go to, if you go to Alvera Street, right? It's it's not the same. I, mean, I know, but you can't. But, but, you know, there's the place on the end that's famous for the taquitos totally. with the with, and I love that that avocado, quote unquote avocado the sauce, questionable avocado. Yeah, that it's comes just in green. The, yeah, <laughs> just just comes in the half gallon container. That stuff's rad. You know, I'm like, it doesn't take a lot to impress me with a taquito. You know what yeah. I mean? But those Taurus, dude. I literally <laughs> they're still open, man. So they hear this. It's fine, dude. I have nothing invested in those Taurus. You know, like yet. Well, watch watch that one bite me in the ass, but. Um, yeah, it t- you know, I don't have high expectations for taquitos, but like when I ate a taquito at Dos Toros, and I felt like the owner should be flown to freaking Europe to be held at the Hague for like a war crimes trial, like I was just like you got to be joking. Dude. I, I do and, remember you being I'm very sure, pissed off. I'm sure the guys working at Dos Toros are all like freaking Mario Palma and Abel and these guys. They don't make a freaking taquito, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just mind boggling. Like who fucks oh. up a taquito? But anyways, we're getting a little sidetracked, but we're talking about this. This coastal aesthetic and um, you know sort of the the, the old places we're going to move into talking about Sid's on old Newport in a couple minutes but like you know the thing how things that are de- developed here along the coast like a, a lot of um, like the arches um, yeah you know that has disappeared over the years and certainly you know my friend Sandbar who's like a second father to me is super old new- Newport he talks about a lot of these kind of places and but how that curve is changing from you know a in Huntington, 25 years ago, Cody, downtown. Let's just say downtown. How many restaurants were there? Uh, you know, there wasn't many, actually. I know. So um, what do you think? Eight, ten? Maybe ten. Got it. Just because it it stopped um, off of, not Olive Street? I think it stopped at Olive. And then you had, you had like, the big, um, the bicycle, Jack's Bicycles. And then you had, like, uh, what was the one place everybody, electric chair. Of right? course, yeah. And then that was pretty much, and you had little pockets up. You had Jan's, the health food sandwich uh-huh. place. But beyond that, there wasn't many. And then you had that bar, but that's a bar. So pretty much from PCH up to Olive. I think I'm not, I'm not really too good with my streets. Um, 
I think that's, or Acacia, that was it. That's all the restaurants you got. So you had Sugar Shack and you had... Um, and Sugar Shack was the best thing in the world after going surf in the morning. That place nothing is better good. Nothing better than yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Kepler's special. It, it was and still is a, a great um, a great meal. Yeah, and not to, and not to, like, don't forget that the physicality of downtown has changed so much. Like when I first moved there almost 30 years ago, you know, the, the big giant mall-esque, for lack of a better term, buildings weren't there with multiple occupancy, yeah. retail and restaurant spaces where that corner where, you know, opposite where Jack's, the new, I God, I miss the old Jack's surfboard building so much that brick with the big windows and stuff was super yeah. cool. But, um, you know, that building now has what probably had four large footprint retail spaces in it now has 20 small footprint restaurant retail spaces in it. It's just or, physically or bars and just small little pockets of bars. It's yeah, it's three goddamn stories, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But, you know, you know, that's sort of, and, you know, Newport has changed yeah. a lot, but Newport to me is still a little bit sleepier than Huntington. Am I wrong saying that, Cody? I just think that the footprint, the s- Newport's just very small compared to Huntington. Huntington just is like expanded and expanded and expanded as far as the buildings. And, and Newport's, I don't think they can do as much, uh, building or, or remodification is like Huntington did. But that took a long time for like the new Jacks and all that. Even uh, Sugar Shack had to like, I think they had to do a facelift because the city wanted them to you know, present some kind of like new renovation. So I think Newport's not required to do it as much as Huntington was. Huntington wanted to be this new surf city and look new and there's always new city council douchebags that want to change things you have the old guard that wants to change things so depending on who's in running things either things are going to stay the way they are you get a whole new batch of people and they just all right new coat of paint or let's break that down and and build something else up so i think newport's smarter in the sense that they just like hey let's not change anything it's not broken that's kind of our our shtick and that's what our why our city's known for that Whereas Huntington's, yeah, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of politics in Huntington. I'll yeah, and, and don't forget that Huntington Huntington Beach is the Corona of the coast, as I say, the Lake Elsinore of the, of the coast. It's not even the Temecula of the coast. It's yeah. just, it just kind of is what it is. But, you know, the, the footprint has, has changed in Huntington. The culture has clearly changed in Huntington, and that kind of moves us into where we'll be talking about, you know, old Newport and the things that are disappearing. And certainly, you know, SIDS is one of those things. You know, the building is, is still sitting shuttered. You know, I'm not really um, in any place to discuss the status of the property, nor would I. You know what I mean? It's Shima's business. But, um, you know, just the long and short of it, SIDS was... SIDS, Aside from well, you tell you you, you tell the, the listeners about Sids what you thought about Sids when you first walked in there and the food and everything. So. It was a gem. It was a full gem. Uh, it didn't feel like Newport Beach, even though you're right in the heart of Newport Beach, which was you know because Huntington people don't like going to Newport Beach. I don't know why. I kind of in my soul know why. I just never had a good time in Newport Beach. But that was one of the places where you would brave going over the bridge to go into Newport Beach. Um, Divey, best steaks, just no nonsense. Kind of the way, you know, even as a young chef, I just appreciated what they were trying to do. And that was not do much. I really, that touched my soul so much that they just didn't give a shit. Except, hey, the food's good. We, we put our heart and soul in this food, so don't fuck it up. Just just come here, eat, have a, have a drink. 
and pay your check and get the fuck out. I love that so much. I still love that. Um, so to, I remember taking friends that had, you know, I had never, you know, I would hear like, you haven't been to SIDS? Like, oh God, I got to show you this. And then walking in and be like, really? This is, this speaks to you? I'm like, just, just wait, sit down. Like on a picnic, you know, picnic tablecloth that, you know, sometimes it's just, you got to just close your eyes and take in the ambiance and try the food. And every time guys would walk out like, this is my new favorite place. This is, this is magical. And then when they closed, man, it's like a little, little part of me died. Yeah. No, and that was, not, when did it close? I don't know. You, I figure you would know more than I would. It's been 16 years at least right now, I'm guessing. It's been a pretty fair stretch. Because it was, you know, SIDS was originally Whiskey Bill's. Yes. Um, and, and, um. Whiskey Bill leased it from Sid Soffer, and then he didn't like the terms of his lease, apparently. And then Sid took it back and turned it into Sid's Steakhouse. And Sid, you know, we'll talk about the history of Sid in the next podcast with Shima, but, you know, he came up out of the Blue Beat and the, yeah, the, and the Frankenstein Cafe in Laguna back in the 60s during the Beatnik generation and all that stuff. So he had a, you know, he was definitely a fixture culturally and, and food-wise in Orange County. And, uh, you know, had, I mean, the Blue Beat's still around. It's still legendary. Um, and SIDS was one of those places. And it was funny. I was like that transition when I remember when like the Black Flies guys and the Quicksilver guys and the Hurley guys all found out about SIDS and it became like the new cool spot, yep. which was hilarious to me because I'd walk in there and like, oh, industry folk yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, it's a bunch of, you know, Black uh, Flies model chicks and and whatever. But, you know, there was still the same food, same flamenco guitarist in the corner. That's what I liked about it. They just didn't change. Like, no matter, even if the room changed as far as the people were in it, SIDS was the same. And you knew you were going to get. That's yeah. what I really appreciate about it. You know, and when I opened the district, I remember I had to fight with my business partner about having salt and pepper on the table. And that wasn't because I'm a dick. It's because that's how Sid did it, you know. I didn't have French fries at my first restaurant. I didn't have ketchup at my first restaurant. And it only, like, it's because I you had to tell me the story about people losing their shit about Yeah, it's that. like, you have ketchup? I'm like, I don't serve French fries here. No, I don't have ketchup, you know. And it was, and Sid, you know, it was Sid's way or the highway. And it wasn't like he was trying to prove anything or tell you you were stupid. He was just like, no, that's just the way it is. Like Sid used to say, it's my football. You know, it's my football. I, I'm the quarterback. I it's can my do, game. Yeah, I can do whatever I want, mm-hmm. you know. And, and again, it wasn't like a, a, a you know, an ego thing with him. It's just like, no, this is the way it is. So you either like it or you don't. I never felt ego. I, I felt he did things deliberately like, look, guys, let's just not overthink it. Let's just do it the way it is. And that's the way I'm used to it. And, and that's how it's going to be. It's my it's my place. Yeah. Why do I have to bend to your taste? You know, this is the way I want to do it. It's like going over to someone's house. Like. You're in my home. I'm going to cook the way it is. I'm not going to cook it because you have an allergy or whatever. Just, if you don't like it, try something else. Yeah, and like... No big deal. I, you know, I just got into a little tiff with one of my chef friends because they were telling me how to make rice at my house. And I'm like, hey, it's my house. Right. Like, don't tell me to cook in my house. You're not my boss. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. what, the, what are you even talking about? But yeah, that, that idea that you can do things the way you want to do them no matter what. And... Um, you know, Sid had that nail. Like, he literally just had it figured out. But he'd been doing it for a long time, too. And his steak, man, that baseball cut top is still, still the freaking best. I still best, taste that shit in my dreams, man. Best baseball cut top I've ever had. Yep. You know, it was just stupid good. And, you know, we're we're getting a little tight on time, but not too tight. But, you know, I think Sid's, honestly, you know, if, if I was to, and I, I said it on Instagram, uh, 
last uh, yesterday, like to me, Sid's is the greatest restaurant in the history of Orange County that I've been exposed to. You know, maybe if you were asked some oldsters, people even older than me, whether the Arches was better or whether this or that restaurant. But if you're asking me the greatest restaurant in the history of Orange County, it would have to be Sid's. Yeah, like, Sid's never let me down. Le Cobb in there for me is why well, I just love Le Cobb so much because it's just goddamn consistent. And I know it's going to be amazing. And that just makes me feel so good to have like if I'm in if I'm home or I got a special occasion, Van and I want to go out. It would be Sid's if it was still open, but unfortunately it's not. So Lakov is where we go to. Yeah, but- and Lakov's a Lakov certainly is a great backup plan. And and I've had, you know what? I like Lakov. I love Lakov. I take that back. Mm-hmm. I love Lakov. I've had one or two kind of iffy meals there, um, and it was only because I could tell that they were trying to step out of the comfort zone just for a second. And they normally don't do that. Don't get me wrong. Like they're consistently one of the best restaurants in Orange County. Agreed. But that was the one thing. Like Sid's. Dude, when you, I still have his menu at home. I posted a photo of the cover, and it's like, and it's hilarious because it's got the twenty-five-year-old prices in it. But it's like, you know, veal scallopini, three ninety-five. What was the petite filet? What, what is it like? It was like at seven ninety-five or back then. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Visionary. You know? Yeah, just unbelievable. But you know, and and Sid Singh, I'll I'll wrap up, I'll wrap up my side of this right now by saying, you know, Sid's to me is. My, probably the greatest restaurant in the history of Orange County, not only because of the fact that it was Sid's and the ambiance and, and, and what you ate and the consistency of the food, that it wasn't fancy, it was just good and you knew exactly what you were going to get every time, but like culturally. And I'll, I'll leave with saying, you know, when I interviewed Shima for um, the article about her father in the restaurant for the uh, OC Weekly a few years ago, he had a, Sid had a, a saying called Find the Way, not W A Y, but the W H E Y. You know, and whey is a, is a byproduct of cheese making that people normally throw away, or it gets made into protein powder or dog food or whatever they use it for. But you know, Sid's thing, Sid's thing was find the way, find the stuff that you're throwing away that's going to waste and make it into food. And and he would do um, his beef stroganoff yep. with the trimmings, the trimmings. From, trimmings from and Brilliant. and that that to me was like a really simple way of putting something that should be just assumed in the restaurant business. You know, is that. That you don't you don't throw anything, utilize everything. Like you just sukabike white sea bass, striped bass, striped bass, yep. it, and use the skin for chicharron in Mexico. By all means, man, it brings your food costs down, and it's it's another way of uh, doing some utilization of your food, like getting your food costs down. It's we're all slaves to food costs in the restaurant business, so it's the best thing to do is use everything. It's more sustainable. It's more you know, it's just a better way of cooking. And I. I I wish more chefs would just figure that out. And not take it for granted. Which not take it for granted. Weird. I mean, that's that's the old way of using everything. And if we just get, you know, ciscified that everything's done for us. And, you know, uh, yeah, and I posted that. It drives me fucking crazy. Man. You know, I've been geeking out on this restaurant called the Poodle Dog in San Francisco. I, you know, yeah. and uh, That menu is pretty amazing. Yeah, right? and, you know, the Poodle Dog opened in 1849, had a couple different permutations over the years. And actually, the last permutation, I think, closed in the late 80s or early 90s. It's a pretty long-running restaurant, almost 150 years. That's a years damn long yeah. run. But it wasn't the same. It was like the Poodle Dog, and it burned down in the 1906 quake. And then it was the Poodle Dog, and it closed for a while. Then it was like the original Poodle Dog at a different look. So it kind of jumped around. It wasn't like one consistent restaurant, but it's a consistent idea. But fine French cuisine, but... That, that menu I posted from the late 1800s, 1892, was stunning by any contemporary standard. And they didn't have Cisco. They didn't have shit made already. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
They didn't even have what we consider standard health practices or real refrigeration <laughs> or a gas range or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. The health department would lose their mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't have refrigeration. They had ice boxes. They had literally ice boxes, like yeah. wooden boxes that had ice in them to keep stuff cold. Like, it's crazy. And I'm sure the food was, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Sid's was. Just like Sid's was. Just like Sid's could be. Sid's could be. Well, bring we're going to leave. Bring it back. We're, we're going to leave that one up to Shima to open the Pandora's box or not open the Pandora's okay. box on that for the next one. I okay? could do a podcast just about Sid's carrots and Sid's garlic bread no, by itself. Absolutely. Those, those candy carrots are great. God damn absolutely. it. Well, hey, uh, we're going to have Shima in for the next one here on Memphis Monday. She's yeah. going to be here. Uh, in a week and uh, we will follow up with part B of the Grand Sid's legacy and uh, it's Monday Cody hopefully if you're in the business you have the day off you're not getting wasted and uh, if you if you have a little bit of time today what should you do Cody? Go sharpen your goddamn knives Go sharpen. I gotta sharpen my knives today. Go sharp. You just got back Cody Go Dude, they're, No they're, they're terrible. Oh you're so lazy Cody No I, they used them so much this week. Good, good. Well, go sharpen your goddamn knives. <laughs> now go get your fucking shine box. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for jumping in, folks. We'll catch you next week. One thing's for sure. What's that good? I can't wait no more. I'll tear the meat right off the bone. Cause the chicken eater is on his way back home. Kenny Rogers. Oh, Rooney.